Trav. Jake. It is a trying time. A trying time? Um, so the last couple of weeks, I have, uh, I've docked my entertainment boat at the Harbor Harbor. At the Harbor Harbor? <laughs> I, I watched several David Harbor. Were you Harbor. wearing dark dockers and boat shoes? Ooh. No, I made I made Were that. Were you listening fatal to Christopher Cross? I when you get caught between the moon and New York City. I don't know if I was Trav, but it might it it, it could have happened. Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. Is that a good name or a bad name? I think it's a good name. I think it. I actually, I wouldn't listen to it every day, but I do think it's kind of fun to throw on a little Yacht Rock. Every oh, I don't necessarily dislike it. I feel like the name's a little derogatory. Oh. When did it become Yacht Rock? Is the question. I don't know. I think it's because in the 80s, uh, yachts were like a big thing. Oh, certainly. You'd want to go hang out on the yacht, man. Maybe you would. Put a sweater on, tie it around the front of your chest. (laughs) Put on some boat shoes. Look, man, I was I was tying flannel shirts around my waist and watching people who were wearing overalls with one uh, <laughs> one thing on clips. So, as you know, I, I can't really go after them preppies too badly. But yeah, I was, I was never a preppy myself. Oh yeah, I, I never was, never have, never will. <laughs> I was no Zach Morris. Yeah, AC Slater, I always called him preppy. Yeah, remember? those sort of those sort of. Yeah, those sort of things never never was my jam. I told <laughs> I told you old old man Jake last week went to uh, see Bad Religion. That's just kind of who I am, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. Speaking of old man, have you done that face app thing? No, no. Uh, well, actually, uh, today with Not Racist Craig, uh, <laughs> we he was doing that to people in the office today. But I just saw uh, the the dude from um, uh, Adam Savage. Uh, just put out a tweet that said, "Hey man, this app has some pretty severe security." Oh yeah, it's been going all around. Security stuff. Maybe you guys should not. I saw use that. It for I a saw while. that before I did it. Oh really? Yeah, you I just did it anyway. I did it. I took a picture. I made the picture, and the then Russians I, have and your then old I face now. Well, they have one picture of it. They're going to feed your old face. You to know the, what? Uh, you know what? To the demogorgon. People are on social media saying the Russians are going to have access to blah blah. All I'm hearing think, is all I'm hearing is I'm going to have fans in Russia now. Do you? Do That's you all think? I'm hearing. Spoiler, spoiler. Hey, everybody, if you don't want Stranger Things spoilers, uh, fast forward ahead about 15 seconds because, Travis, do you think a picture of you as the old man is the American? Yes, I do. <laughs> I hope so. They're just going to open up. It's just going to be that picture just floating down gently onto a seat. I just, when, when I took my picture, I just heard like uh, old Harrison Ford's voice going, get off my lawn. Yeah, yours looked, yours, yours turned out fairly well. <laughs> yours turned out pretty good uh it looks pretty accurate like that's be, probably what i will look like to be honest the couple of times that we tried it with me i think it doesn't look that much different which is it's a little disheartening it didn't make you wrinkly and stuff i mean there, there was some slight more wrinklage and a slight I, bit more white i had some liver beard. spots i had a lot more wrinkles like my yeah, face yours, got saggy yours was definitely different because you have that that wonderful not you, you are you have not gone gray at all so far really well a little bit on the sides like i got the reed richards area yeah. and then in my beard but other than that it's it's still kind of okay but yeah mine mine was just somewhat disappointingly not that <laughs> different <laughs> yeah i knew about the russian thing I didn't care. I, Whatever. I don't know. I, when I heard that, it's the not Russians necessarily... hacked our election. Do you think they haven't hacked our Facebook? That, the, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm joking about the whole Russians thing. It's right. just that, I mean, 
when, when they're doing shout outs of, oh, it's got some security issues. It's not a matter of like, hey, oh no, the Russians. It's, hey, oh no, X corporation is able to access stuff on my right. phone whenever they feel like it. And that's not great. But every time you get on Wi-Fi at a McDonald's or a, a, a Starbucks or something, they're doing that too. I don't know that that's no, they are. The same they thing. are because there's companies out there now that are selling something you can download onto your stuff that blocks that kind of stuff. I guess I ain't going to McDonald's anymore either. Yeah. But Anytime you use free Wi-Fi, they're collecting your data. That's that's true. Hmm. So just a heads up. But it, I had it on my phone for less than five minutes. If if uh, spy movies have taught me anything, it's that you need at least five minutes and 45 spy seconds to get are, all the data. If spy <laughs> movies or any time I've dropped a piece of food on the ground have taught me anything is that there's... It's a five-minute rule. That's that's what it is for food on the ground, right? Well, yeah. Is it I, five I, minutes? I guess maybe. Uh, I usually go five seconds, but oh, shit. I guess once it's hit the floor, there's... No, let I, the burritos hit the trap, floor. Let, let the, the burritos hit the, hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just well, named the episode. Yep. Let the burritos hit the floor. <laughs> I am in agreement. <laughs> Uh, I have dogs. Nothing stays on the things. Don't even make it five seconds on the floor. My dogs are <laughs> on laser targeting for things that hit the floor, except for the bodies, of course. That's why we have them. I uh, think that's a re- why people actually had dogs to begin with. Yeah, right? that's the only reason I have them. That and to bark at you upon entering. <laughs> that's my, true. Because uh, I, Travis, I don't want you to get too comfortable here at the studio. <laughs> so let the doggies bark at Trav. Let the <laughs> doggies bark at Trav. As, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so going back, speaking of old people, I was going back to, uh, I went and saw Bad Religion. Uh, they are... Next Bad year, Religion, good concert. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> next year is going to be the 40th anniversary of them as a band. Wow, 40 years. That's yeah. crazy. And uh, The Cure just hit 42. You know, that, that's, and that's insane. They're, they're older gentlemen, put on a great show. The crowd was... The, the you know it wasn't it wasn't what I would call outright in a mer- remarkable show. They're good. The music was good. They played roughly what I would have thought they were going to play. <laughs> right. Uh, they didn't go enough for our new stuff. Oh no, they 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 peppered that in certainly. Oh, okay, and that's fine. It was a I think uh, my friend said that the it was a twenty nine song set, so they got a lot in there. Wow, that's a lot. So yeah. peppering in, I think they peppered in maybe five new songs. So. Pepper pots. Pepper pots. <laughs> uh, they rescued us for sure. Um, no, the, the sort of the highlight, the thing that stood out was the crowd, which was, uh, the, the place we went was the unit event center, which is a really nice venue. It's also an all ages venue. Okay. And, um, a lot of people like coming from someone who takes his teenage son to concerts periodically, there were some people there who really, the kids were there for the parents, not because they really wanted to see the show. There were some. There were some sub ten year old kids there, and uh, I wonder how much kids are into like nineties music right now. Well, I mean, as as you know, people who came up in the nineties, it's our solemn obligation to force our tastes upon our children. But when we like, we were kind of into seventies music in the nineties. We we were digging on like Black Sabbath and uh, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, like and I, stuff I found like out that. about the Beatles, and I certainly found out about like Jimi Hendrix in right. that sort of high school yeah. window. It's uh, my theory is that there's generally speaking like a 20 year cycle of mm-hmm. like, you know, like we're, we're kind of just getting out of the eighties revival thing and we're sort of starting to slide gently into the nineties re- revival. Also, 
you make fun of the thing before it. Like, you know, X amount of years ago, 80s nostalgia is like, ooh, the 80s were dumb. Well, now the 80s are good. When <laughs> I was in high school, the 70s were thought of as pretty silly. Right. And the 60s was kind of the revival. Mm-hmm. And, you know. So. I always blended the 60s. I felt like the 60s is kind of a mesh of the 50s, and then it went straight into the 70s. A little bit, a little bit. In like my that. mind, anyway. But you know, because it went, it went from like a you know white t-shirts and greased back hair to like <laughs> long hair and like but, flower children and stuff like that. But then when we were kids, everything like it, it permeates the entertainment of like lots of movies now. Like X Men, we're doing the this is the movie that happened in the eighties, and we're gonna right. pepper a bunch of that. I mean, or honestly, Stranger Things, as good or as the Goldberg, yeah, that kind as of stuff. good as. Uh, as good as Back to the Future is, it was a product of that time where 50s, revi- 50s nostalgia was kind of the big thing. I don't know if it's because if they did the 50s in that movie because the 50s were a big thing or if that movie made the 50s revival a big thing. No, Because no. it wasn't really in... I don't remember it being a big deal until I saw Back to the Future. And then I was like, oh, the 50s was kind of cool. Maybe I should pay attention to that you know uh, i i feel like that stuff was kind of all over the place at Could that be. point and then it's you know like when we were when i was in high school it was like bell bottoms coming in uh, woodstock anniversary right that kind of stuff and that and now you know it's the the 80s were the big thing for for a bunch of years mm-hmm. so it's it just seems to be on that kind of cycle it seems like the '90s were just here. That's the weird thing. Maybe That's, maybe every generation has gone through that, and we're you, just the the latest one to do it. I think it's just once you get out of high school, everything speeds way up. It could be, but it just seems like things besides like the technology in our pockets. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like things have changed that much. I think the technology from the late '90s. To I think now. the technology in our pockets is also product out of it, every once everything's available. Like nostalgia can kind of go away because you can kind of there's not a ton of things necessarily dictating what we're into. So just that same thing with, you know, our kids now into nineties music. I think in a lot of cases, kids are into whatever their parents are into. Or they will not try it at all just because their parents like it. There's that too. Like my daughter will not watch stranger things. Really? Cause I told her this is really good. You'd like it. Well, I'm not going to watch it. Let's I'm gonna see. watch this. I'm you gonna watch Riverdale, that. or you know how to fix that. You gotta, you gotta do opposite day. Yeah, I know. Go into the upside down. <laughs> uh, the other thing from the concert was um, old guys moshing, <laughs> and this old guy was not up for it. But the mosh pit kept expanding, much like the universe. <laughs> so by the end of the show, my friend Dan, who hates mosh pits was up against a fence oh, man. that was bordering between the like all-age area and the drinking area. He was kind of up against that, and I was at the edge of the pit, which <laughs> I I wasn't as bothered by it, but it's still like, you know, guys, we're obviously trying to stay out of it. Could you guys right. just contain? Like, they were doing the, the spin pit thing as opposed to just running into each other. It's was... so like a, to- a toilet bowl or something? Very much so. But there was oh. also... There was also you know a- it goes in a toilet bowl? Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Oh. How many times did you hear somebody go, oh, my Achilles? Not much. Although I did see, I don't remember this necessarily being the case when I was younger, but like anytime anybody tripped and fell, like everybody stopped and picked them up. Well, that's cool. There was a lot of it. It was not the most courteous toward people who were on the edge of it that I would have liked. 
but people who were in it, if somebody went down, like everybody was way like, hey, hey, everybody stop, everybody stop, pick this guy up. You'd always hear stories about people getting trampled at concerts because they'd fall down. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to see that. No, 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 not at all. I don't want to see people hurt at all. <laughs> but that was fun. Well, some it was people. for the there was a wide range of ages and you know, some of some of them I think did want to be there. A lot of them there were a lot of the young kids, I think it was just they wanted their parents to think they were cool for being there. Hmm. I don't know a lot of kids that want their parents to think that they're cool. Oh, like when you're in that kind of sub like when you're when you're from like the ground up to maybe around twelve, like yeah, you want your parents. Oh, okay. You want so your they parents. were really young. That's they what, I, like yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, okay. No, they were like sub ten year old kids. There. Ah. That was when when I was on the edge of the pit. There was a guy that was kind of leaning over his kid and like reaching his hand out and trying like they would try and kind of pat or slap people going by. And I'm like, dude, some of these people aren't you know like everybody there. Nobody wanted to hurt anybody seemingly, but some of them would like you know, get pushed and then run into you. Hmm. So having that kid there, I, I didn't feel great about it, Trav. I didn't speak up because, you know what, I, I ain't no narc, <laughs> but uh, I didn't feel great about it. Get a mezzanine seat. That's the lesson here. Yeah. They're going to bring sure. your kid. I guess. So I, I fell away. We had a brief pass away. Trav, let's, go, let's take our boat back to the Harbor Harbor. Me. <laughs> So why don't we why don't we get it out? We talked about when you it. When get caught between the moon and New York City, the best that you can do, the best that you can do is finish watching Stranger Things. So we were gonna well, let's have the blowout. Anybody who's listening, we're gonna talk pretty extensively about Stranger Spoiler Things. Spoiler alert. So if that's not your jam... I don't know how you can talk about it without spoiling it. Plus, I mean, it's been... By the time this comes out, it's been out for three weeks, and I feel like I'm one of the last people to finish it. So it's not like we watched it in one day and put it straight out. I think so. we're I think we're in a reasonable chitter-chatter. I think so. But you know what? If you haven't seen it, we're going to talk about it, so you probably want to stop the show now. Uh, we'll probably talk about... You know what? I have no idea, Trav. We're going to talk about it. I don't know how long we're going to talk about this it. This is my impression of somebody hitting the 15-second button on their phone. Hopper. Upside down. Hawkins. Eleven. Demogorgon. Joyce. Lucas. Dustin. And we're done. Yeah. There you go. That's the impression. So, you have finished it now. Yes, sir. Your overall thoughts on the season. I thought it was my favorite season of the show Stranger Things. I thought every episode was like had some action in it, had story development, it, it raised questions, it answered questions, and it didn't feel stale. Season two, there was a lot in there that I liked, but there was points where I felt it got a little stale. And season one, I really liked too, but I don't know, it was just, there were points where Winona Ryder was so crazy and so desperate and nobody would like pay attention to her that it was kind of frustrating to watch for me. So that's a, a criticism that's been leveled at it, that at this point, why is Hop trying to convince her that she's crazy? I know. Yeah, I know. There, That was definitely going through my mind. Like, I think we've pretty much established that crazy stuff happens in Hawkins. As much... I- Hop was by far my favorite part of the season. Me too. But two Hop criticisms leveled that I can kind of get behind was one that that why is he why is he not fully behind Joyce on this? Mm-hmm. And two was 
Why are you telling Joyce to get over Bob? Because <laughs> he... Why are you shaming he her, her about that? He never wanted her to be with Bob. Well, that... I mean, that's not the way to... That's not the way to win her heart is to try and it shame her into 80s. getting over... <laughs> trying to shame her to get uh, getting over Bob. Right, right. Uh, he just wanted his shot. He likes her, but he doesn't want to admit he likes her, that kind of thing. I mean... It was the Sam and Diane thing, you know? So, so but very 80s. You remember when Frazier died and Diane was really, she needed, she was having trouble getting over it and Sam berated her into getting over Frazier dying? Frazier died? Yeah. Yeah, don't you remember that? He died no. in the middle of Cheers. No. Frazier? Yeah. Oh, you're thinking of that other when Cliff moved to Seattle and he had his own series? <laughs> no, those are different characters, Trav. Oh, okay. Yeah, every. Like, Cliff was... It was surprising that Cliff Clavin's series was the one that worked. Cliff actually would have been a good show, and I could buy him <clears> as, a, as a radio host. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we was talking about the... Uh, uh, sounds like Norm MacDonald, actually. <laughs> I, don't think I, could, I don't think I could pull a Cliff Clavin. But, uh, yeah, it, it was just one of those... It, it didn't sit well that that was the way... I think they could have written a better way that he would be more understanding and help her through that rather than try and just berate her into getting over Bob. He was dealing with his own stuff, too, with Elle and Mike and what was going on there. Well, I, I don't know. He, I mean, he didn't handle it well. He knows that. But, you know. It's a thing. He's hop. But uh, <clears throat> going back to that, talking about as far as favoritism goes, uh, I could see myself going back and forth between season one and season three. Because season three is the fun season. Yeah, season three season was a one, ton of fun. Season one is the good lore building season, the everything's new season. Right. So they're both great. I don't have to. I don't have to pick favors. They're all my children. I like how they worked actual things from the eighties in, like the new Coke stuff. I kept wondering who <laughs> you in that outright ad for new Coke. Right. Who's gonna get? Who's gonna get the line that they like new Coke better? And it was it was Lucas. It was that a got commercial. It. <laughs> it was funny though. I enjoyed it. I, the way they worked Back to the Future in was fun. So let's, Never a, let's, not, get, let's not get too far because I think there's going to be a divisive discussion. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, but I like other, that the, the, the station wagon they tried to get away in in the last episode was a brand new car. <laughs> 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 Didn't your mom just buy this car? That's what they so, said. <laughs> so, how do you feel about it? What are your thoughts on Bob coming back? Uh, he didn't. He did not. Just in <laughs> flashbacks. That, that did what not... What if Bob's the American? <gasps> oh! <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh. Bob is 100% dead, I'm afraid. There was a lot of blood coming out of his stomach. I think they were... like. <laughs> I mean, okay, we'll talk about that of the big is Hop dead. Okay, as opposed to Bob, who they showed getting literally eaten. Right. Like, really were, got the camera in there on Bob getting eaten. You didn't see anything of the demise of Hollywood. I wonder if they left it open. Like, if, if Hellboy does really well, maybe we'll just say he was dead because he doesn't want to come back. But uh-huh. if Hellboy bombs, he might need a job. Hey, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, Trev. We're not going to leave the Harbor Harbor. The Harbor Harbor will harbor my thoughts on that. The Harbor Harbor on the corner of Harbor Boulevard. Yes. That's where Disneyland is. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Harbor Boulevard, son. Um, you know what? Let... Let's talk about let's let's have our division, Trav. Okay. The never-ending story moment. The never-ending story. That oh. was a part that I will say, I don't necessarily have a problem with them doing that scene. They put it in the wrong spot. Yeah, there was there was a point where I was like, 
when is somebody going to go, stop, we need the numbers now? I, I would definitely say in my house, at some point I went, oh, they're just going to do the whole damn song. They show Hop, and I'm like, okay, he's going to do it. No, they show the, the crazy reporter guy. He doesn't do it. And then finally, Erica. <laughs> but, they, but they done enough. The, enough. They had done the whole song at yeah. that point. Yeah, they had. So that And it was, it was kind of charming. It was kind of charming. Just looking at Dustin's face while he's doing it, and then watching the other characters going, what oh, yeah. is going on? It was a fun but moment. But it was also kind of... In yeah. the 100%... Because the it, 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 it might have actually cost uh, Hopper his life and <laughs> because they waited or, so long. Or at the very least, cause, theoretically caused Hopper several months in the Upside Down. Can I point something out, though? No, no you can't. No. Don't do it. Anytime you need to do something in your life and two people need to do it at the same time, do it on the count of two. Don't do it on the count of three because somebody always interferes on the count of three. Do it on the count of two. Hopper and Joyce about to turn the keys. Okay, we're going to do it on three. One, two. Russian Terminator guy starts beating up Hopper. They don't get it turned. How would you feel about Russian Terminator? I liked it. It's a fun homage. I like that it was a definite homage, He's but he definitely was, he was a, a character. human. Right. But he was a human. It was just... He was very Terminator-like. And it made you think of the Terminator without it being a ridiculous robot or something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah they never, I did enjoy that. They never had to say that explicitly, but it was definitely an homage to that. Right. Um, I don't know, man. Like, How you feel about all the relationships? I'm, I'm still standing firmly on the island of uh, Nancy and John are unbelievably boring. They are kind of boring. I'm not going to... Nancy sometimes can rebound into the action hero, but their story was not a great one. Was she the one doing the video at the end of the, the like weird stories? Was she publishing some story about it or whatever? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't even rem- think about that. I can't remember. I For some reason, I want to say like she could be. She turned out the end of the season of like writing news stories about it. It's possible. I mean, there's nobody else working at the paper. Yes, not, <laughs> certainly not Jake Busey. <laughs> Nancy oh. Drew. Boy, Jake Busey. Jake Busey is, his <laughs> face is a me too. I was listening to something today and they're like. When he, but what about when he gets hit in the face with the fire uh, extinguisher and his teeth are all busted up? Were they? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It, it made my face hurt. I was listening to a show today and they started talking <laughs> about like, they, they were talking about how creepy Jake Busey and they're like. Is he a bad guy? Like, I don't know. He just really looks like he has to be. He was just a jerk, basically. He's, uh, he's well, I guess he, technically he was speaking, he was a, he's, yeah, he was, he was largely the Biff. He was Biff. He was largely yeah. the Biff. Yeah. Um, I still think that Billy didn't deserve his Martha ending. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either, but it, it did kind of work on me, and I thought, I thought oh, he it? was so irredeemable. They couldn't possibly make him like come <clears throat> back and make me go, okay, maybe he wasn't so bad. But they actually did it. They he had- was right there. He was right there. Like, oh, I'm totally gonna, I'm totally gonna let this thing fill you full of right some unexplained substance that makes you evil. And until Eleven did the you know the Batman v Superman Martha yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm. Y- you know I like my mom, so I guess I can be a good guy now. But when he when he grabbed the thing that was flying at eleven and he was fighting back, I was like, okay, all right. I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they didn't just have somebody else save her while 
or she saves just, herself while he stands there and watch. I was glad that he, he was had just, that little moment. They they went too far in season two, making him a just outright bad person. Yeah, he was kind of psychotic. There's no, and in this well, he was season, also menacing Lucas in some very bad ways. I think he was actually more menacing in season two than in season three. Yeah, because he had a demon inside him to make him do the things in season three. In season two, he was just a bully who right. doesn't like black people. Yeah, <laughs> there's that. So. No amount of no amount of his dad being abusive can really bring that around. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was the mom factor that I think it was. Uh, the, yeah, there was also torn that, up about his mom. So torn up that he would run into the hands of another mom. <laughs> I will say when he is flying toward the station wagon in his, uh, I don't know, Camaro. I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not a car guy. I don't know. But you think he's just about to impact into him, and then uh, Steve S- runs into Steve him. and uh, what's their character's name? It just went out of my head when you said that. Is it a J? J? No, it's not Joey. Robin. 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 So Steve and Robin come flying out of nowhere and just sideswipe him out of the way. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That was a very like that. That is that is one of the things in the show that is very coincidental, and that's you. You just you have to <laughs> let go and enjoy the season for that. I like the Steve and Robin um, relationship, mm-hmm. and I'm interested to see Very where good. that goes in the future. Very good chemistry because it's got the it's got the chemistry of an '80s TV show where the will they or won't they chemistry, but they took that question out, so they get to be that kind of snarky uh, back and forth and have an actual friendship mm-hmm. without the sexual tension yeah. that eventually ruins all of those, like the Jim and Pam stuff. And then they get together and it was just like, okay, they're, they're Jim and Pam now. Do you think, uh, do you think there's going to be a season four moment where Dustin is getting up on like, dude, go ask out Robin. And he has to go like, <laughs> um, here's the thing, Dustin. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin just doesn't get it. <laughs> interesting, interesting introductions to more inclusive characters. Uh, I heard a thing today that they they they've made some brief kind of like bump up against it with Will. I asked you that on the last podcast. I heard I heard a thing just today that in the actual character bible that that Will is a queer character. I'd kind of got that. They haven't done it in the show but in the character it, like in the written kind of bible of the characters in the show that that's what his thing is. I got that just from the look where uh Mike goes, "It's not my fault you're not into girls." And Will kind of gave like a how could you say that to me look and then mike instantly goes i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah and that's kind of where it kind of clicked in my head like oh i think maybe you will might be might yeah be in gay. the moment in the moment i picked up on that but couldn't decide if they were really trying to bring that in or if it's just a way of saying of also saying like it's not my fault you're not i guess they could have just explicitly said it's not my fault you're not growing up instead yeah of that. i mean you could definitely take it either way but that was the that was the way i took it was oh i think uh for that, it would be... And I would think maybe only Mike knows, judging would, by the, the reaction. Like, don't don't say it. You know? Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to kind of plumb the depths of, of how Mike knows. Uh, I, I, me personally, I guess it's what my upbringing experience was. Is uh, I mean, they have the same haircut. They do have the same. They, they have that sweet, like, Ren Fair haircut. <laughs> they look like the Wonder Twins whenever they're standing next to each <laughs> <They> other. <do. laughs> but uh, I... It, it seems, it, again, I guess I may be talking about my growing up experience of a kid in the 80s. Of I, I wouldn't have had a good radar for that. 
I wouldn't have either. So I didn't really a movie even where know what a, it was. A 80s kid was like, oh, I can totally tell this is what my friend's preference is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm probably thinking too too deep about that. And I don't know that there was a lot of people, especially that young, that... I, I just hear a lot of stories of people where they didn't figure it out themselves because it wasn't really... It wasn't in the lexicon of... I can tell you what you know what I mean like I they mean, felt weird but they couldn't put their finger on it where now it's such a prevalent thing that kids go oh I think I think I'm gay you know where back then they're like something's wrong with me I just like why, why am I not into girls you know what I mean that kind of thing I can tell you that growing up I knew one or two people that playing through they you know they came out eventually mm-hmm. and then looking back over knowing them since they were kids going oh wow Okay, yes. Right. But at the time, I'm just, no. no I've got either. several friends like that, too, where since, as adults, they've come out, but back then, didn't really know. Yeah, had no clue. I, yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> so, let's see. We went through the, the kids, all those relationships. Yes. I guess sometimes that can be a sticking point as a 42-year-old gentleman of, I have to try to remember that, oh, no, the kids are supposed to be the heroes. It's what we talked about with the never-ending story moment is, okay, this is where it's supposed to be the kids being the heroes. Like, you can't have a moment where Hop steps in and tells them, like, are you kidding me? People are going to die. They did do that when they're like, we're going to go down there with you. They did, yeah. And Hop's like, no, no, not going to happen. Which is the responsible thing to do. Taking kids down in that situation would have been terrible. The fact that they were there once doesn't mean, oh, well, it's safe for them to go back. So there's no human alive that would go, yeah, let's bring them along. Although it could be argued that it might have been safer for it's, 11 to go with him. It's kind of one of those things. Where well, the, at that point, 11. Where the creature was lost. coming after 11 and she didn't have her powers. But yeah, I was gonna say at that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think it. I think those things sort of go into the whole of you're buying in to watch this show. Right. If you're buying in to watch this show, you have to realize sometimes the kids get to be in charge. That's just yeah. If you're watching, but the when show, we were that age, we thought we knew everything too, and we thought we could handle anything. No, the so. thing was is that when I was that age, no one would let me be in charge like that. Yeah, but if you had the chance, you would want to show what you got. You know what I mean? Sure. You would want to light a fart can on fire, and it's you have to buy you have to buy into that Steve and Dustin are that tight with the age gap. Well, I mean, I think it's like a surrogate little brother relationship with them, but they like hang out all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, they, Robin points it out right away that he's friends with much younger kids, almost which is funny. But I think he actually he he is friends with. He is a guy who is – he's graduated high school at this point. Yeah. And he hangs out with kids who are just barely in junior high, I think. He probably sees uh, the kids more than their siblings, their older siblings that are the same age as him do. Yeah, there, there's been some talk <laughs> about like, are Will and – are Will and – is Jonathan related to anybody at this point? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you, know, you know, Robin kind of makes light of it. But yeah, like this guy who is – I guess 19 is exclusively hanging out with 12 year olds. I think they're 13 year olds. As far as his, his character goes, they kind of brought out the best in him. And I think he's probably 
that's how you want to write the character. You know what I mean? Oh, it's in reality, it probably he wouldn't hang out with them. It's like I said, you you buy it and you let it go because it's mostly Dustin though. It's Dustin, not really the other one so much. The Dustin Steve friendship from season two with they have such good chemistry together that like I guess you got to keep. And, and now, they also hadn't seen each other for the whole summer because and uh, Dustin was away at. Whatever camp it was, I can't even remember. He wears camp the hat. Nowhere. Camp nowhere. He wears the hat the whole time, and I can't remember. <laughs> well, and that, but now you're even plumbing deeper that apparently Dustin is going to hang out with Lucas's little sister too. Yeah. I mean, I liked her. She's a spunky little kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was all. That was the only thing she was capable of. <laughs> I feel like she grew up and became Miss Pat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. But, uh, you know, hey, had a good time. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes. I'll probably watch the last four again with my wife because I watched those without her. How do you feel about it as a series going forward? Uh, I mean, you might go with the the angle that it's just going to go down from here. Or you might go, I think they figured it out. I think they can do some pretty good stuff from here. So... I would say I think they definitely set things up for season four to be interesting. I like I liked how they even even in season two they did this where they kind of separated characters that didn't really belong together and made them work together, like the Dustin Steve thing, and then it was what the the scoop troop. <laughs> well, I mean think think about what Steve became versus season one in season two. Right, Steve, I mean, was, Steve was just a, a prick in season people, one. Basically. People can say that season two was a bit of a downturn for the show, but you don't get the Steve that we know and love without season right. two. Yeah, and he's definitely a highlight of the of the show. And then you add in Robin, and I think that's that's a pretty cool. Yeah, Robin's a great addition. She's and, obviously and it super gives someone smart. age appropriate for him to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Lord knows Nancy won't hang out with him anymore. I liked when he beat up that Russian guy, and Dustin's like, dude. You, you did it. You finally won a fight. It makes fight. no sense, but you want to fight. <laughs> oh, man, that gets weird in there, like torture and right. like super high kids and stuff. I'm, I want to know what the Russians think they're going to accomplish with the Upside Down. I don't know. They, they didn't explain that. Yeah, they didn't. I kind of wish that that stinger at the end the, about you know the American and the Demogorgon, I mm-hmm. kind of wish that wasn't there because <clears throat> the way they ended it, is ambiguous enough to say like that that could totally be the end of that series and have it could just lay that right. way. Right. When you put that stinger at the end, you're like, well, now we have to figure out what this means. But 40 million people watched it in the first weekend, so it's not going to be the end of the series. And Who Netflix is Netflix is famous for not letting people know how many people watch their stuff. Yeah, I heard that today because too. it 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 gives them the power when they're negotiating with like the the creators and the actors and stuff but when they put out 40 million people watching it in one weekend they're like yeah we're pretty proud of this i've been hearing a lot uh i I hear a lot and it it keeps ramping up that like netflix is just bleeding money and their initiative to just make tons of shows is Mm -hmm. not working out very well for them but they have to now because all the other companies are taking their shows that used to be on Netflix and putting them on their own streaming service. I I don't know. I I ain't no kind of business scientist, so I don't know for sure. I just know I hear a lot about that Netflix is having a lot of trouble, even with even with things like Stranger Things that are kind of cultural phenomenons. Mm-hmm. They're struggling. That's crazy, man. So I don't know what that means for it. They going just need forward. to make less. 
They make so many things. Yeah. They and, they just throw things out there. But I mean, there is. The, the, I think their documentaries are really good. I started watching one called, I think it was, Taco World or something. I can't remember exactly what it was called. It's in Spanish, has subtitles. But I sat there and watched it, and it's just people talking about tacos, and it's very like beautifully filmed. It's. Uh, it, it looks great, and even though I don't understand what they're saying, except tortilla and carne asada, it was very enjoyable to watch. I think there's something that... <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <laughs> I think there's something that has to be said about they just don't have a great advertising device. Hmm. I don't, I, don't, I don't watch much by way of network TV. Are there Netflix ads on TV? No, but there are in magazines and pretty much any website you go to. Think- you have a you have a stable of, I don't know. Let's say, let's say let's be generous to say ten shows that generally speaking are in the zeitgeist, and that is a very small percentage of what they have on there. Like, we're gonna okay, all right. We're we're leaving the Harbor Harbor briefly. So this week, uh, Gabe came home and he's like, Dad, there's this thing I want to watch, and I want you and Mom to watch it with me. I'm like, okay. And you're like, you know how Friends? we like these? You, <laughs> holy smokes. The, the, Friends is going away, right? It's going to the HBO Warner Brothers Didn't Netflix just pay thing. a ton of money to make sure that that stayed there? Yeah. And, and it's it, going away It's like going at the end of the year, I think. That was like this year that they shelled out a bunch of money just to I have it stay. I think was, that was before they decided. Because t- was it Time Warner bought HBO? And that's what made them think, oh, we've got a huge catalog of oh, stuff. Oh, man, hooray for monopolies, own. I guess. So it makes me wonder if the W or the, the DC app is going to get wrapped into that. I've heard actually really good things about the DC app. I've heard that it's 100% worth the five ninety nine or whatever it is a month. Uh, I, oh, I hate to be in this place. I would, <laughs> I would really like to watch Doom Patrol. I'd really like to watch Swamp Thing. And I would like... To, I hopefully would get to find out that uh, Titans is dumb. I kind of want to just sign up for things for a month. You know just what I mean? Blow through it. Yeah, I've sign up for all access the CBS thing and watch all the Star Trek stuff, and then do the DC thing. Watch everything on there for a month, and then you know drop Netflix if for a couple a couple months. I mean, I've had it for probably fifteen years. Yeah. I've had Netflix ever since there was the discs. I feel loyal to Netflix, which is a I bad do too. thing. It's bad to be loyal to like multi-million dollar corporations, but right. man, I was there for Netflix when they were scrappy. But I don't really see a whole lot. I don't know. Stranger Things four, Umbrella Academy two, the the thing with Henry Cavill on a horse. Hey man, good. Witcher's going to be cool. Witcher, yeah, Witcher's that looks be good. Cool. But I mean, a lot of the stuff they're putting out, you figure if they produced it, it's going to be there. It's yeah. always going to be there. And th- I think that is their business models. They're just hucking everything at the wall. And just as long as pe- there's enough st- people... Er, <laughs> as long as there is enough stuff to keep people subscribed. Right. You know, even if it's just... In, you know, in the case of what I'm talking about, a glass-blowing competition show. <laughs> and you go, huh, check that out. It, as long as enough of that stuff's there to keep people subscribed, they're happy. But... Do they, gl- do they blow cakes out of glass? That's the question. Uh, it's got to be you cakes. You know what? One of, the, one of the blown glass things ends up being cake-themed. There you go. See? Just one, one of the contestants does one that's based on a, a People cake. love cake. It's all about pie. 
They're going the distance. They're going for speed. They're going for speed. Cake, everybody. Cake. Trav, but she's all alone. All alone? All alone? In her time of need? Oh, boy. I, that was a talk I had with my friend. Cake had like four good songs and any time I've ever tried to listen to anything else in their library, I cannot get in. I always liked the cadence of the singer. <clears throat> he had a weird cadence, almost like... Uh, Fred Schneider from the B-52 had... Like a had, really toned-down Fred Schneider. Yeah, like, almost, yeah. Give Schneider, give, give Fred Schneider a bunch of, like, uh, Ambien and microphone <laughs> But But again, I've, I've tried to listen to it because, uh, you know, The Distance and uh, Sheep Go to Heaven, Goats Go to Hell, and... Go um, to Hell. Lo- uh, short Skirt, Long Jacket. Right. Those are all pretty good songs. I've gone and tried to listen to those albums like, oh, this this... Cadence does not carry a whole album for me. Short skirt, long jacket they used on Chuck. Did they? So that kind of had a resurgence like, what, eight years ago or something when Chuck was out. But I always liked that they mentioned a Chrysler LeBaron in there because that was my first car. Oh. I, had that, I had that car for, shoot, almost 10 years before I got in an uh, accident. I don't it. think that there are any songs about my Geo Metro. <laughs> <laughs> Geo Metro. So, uh, Gabe was like, hey, there's a, you know, <clears throat> you know how much we like nailed it? Like, yeah, he's like, there's a show kind of like that, but it's with blown glass. And a personal thing, a couple of years, you know, a few years back, I went to Seattle to hang out with a friend, and they have a really cool uh, blown glass exhibit there. Hmm. And I got, we walked, the exhibit's really neat, but we walked out and got to see some people working with the, the hot glass. Mm. And it, I thought it was fascinating. So when he told me, like, oh, I'm into cool. this, the show is definitely captivating. Some, Anything that where, where somebody's mastered an art like that is, it's pretty cool. To oh, watch. it is. Oh, watching them work with the stuff and the different techniques is really cool. Like I cannot, I cannot recommend Blown Away enough. My wife was watching. It was just a video that somebody posted on Facebook, and it's just this guy and a Dremel, and I guess he had a few more little tools, but he's just carving things out of rock. He would carve mm-hmm. a beautiful animal. He would carve like a little city, like. These insane things. And it was like, I think it was Michelangelo that said when he was carving the David, he's like... talking about the turtle or the... No, the man, not not the Ninja Turtle. Not the one that like... I don't like the cheese, a pizza. I like the calzone. The guy that likes the calzones. And rooftops. Uh, He loves rooftops. But uh, it was him that said he didn't carve David. He released it from the marble. Okay. Like it was always in there. You know what? Okay. I always like that. Hey, man, I've sat and watched uh, like... 10 minute videos of someone like, like yeah, every once in a while I'll see a video pop up in the feed. That's like this, like most satisfying video. And I've watched like 10, 15 minute videos of people just slowly frosting a cookie into geometric <laughs> shapes. And like, wow, it's soothing. Yeah. It's the same reason I watched the great British baking um, show. This one can be a little high tension because it's a competition, but man, does it ever shatter? Oh, that oh. happens. a lot. That's what would like, if you've ever watched anxiety. the cooking shows and, Something will come out of the others like, oh no, this this didn't work. It I gotta sunk. hurry up and try. It. And it's always like in that those cases, most times they can't rebound from right. like, from like, oh no, like <laughs> in the case of <laughs> in the case of Nella, I, this c- contestant didn't recognize it, but it someone used salt instead of sugar in their oh, cake. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> like those sort of things. If they realize it when it comes out of the oven, they're kind of sunk. Whereas in this one, uh, almost every they've had episodes where their thing breaks multiple times. I got a new uh, show for Netflix. We can be the stars of it. Uh, you have to build your own show. It's or build your own boat. It's called Sunk. 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's like strange harbor. <laughs> well, it, there could be a harbor thing in there too. We'll be harbor and harbor. Sunk. The hosts harbor and harbor, but the yeah. show's called Sunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm into it. So, how about you want to you want to get the boat back into Harbor Harbor again? Let's let's bring it back in. It's gonna be. Are you sure? Because this is it's overcast. It's gloomy. We're gonna have to scrape off some barnacles because Trav. Barnacles are good eating. I'm gonna talk about 2019's Hellboy. Okay, let's do it. Harbor Harbor. I it was out on digital and I I purchased it even though it has had terrible word of mouth. It did. It, it, it has really had did. terrible yeah. word of mouth, and I'm like, I just need to know. And Who's the bad guy in it? Uh, Mila Jovovich. So it, she is the bad guy. Nimue, the Queen of Blood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, even no, that word of mouth, I was pretty surprised je- by just how bad it is. That's too bad. It's, and the thing is, you have good actors in it. Mila Jovovich is good. David Harbour is very good. Ian McShane is in it. And they're just fed hmm. bad characters and bad dialogue. And Trav, the special effects in it are 90s level. Really? It's, it's that bad? There is a part where Mila Jovovich... So she, to, she probably thought she was making uh, Resident Evil 7. Yeah. <laughs> to restore her powers, cuts open a tree that has blood in it and lets it flow back into a cut in her hand. I, it's a blood it, oath. A it, blood oak. It, it's a blood oak, yeah. <laughs> oh no, we already had the name for the... For it's the, a blood oak. <laughs> so as it's going back into her hand, I'm watching this and going, that looks like the moment where the dude gets cut in half in Blade and comes back together. <laughs> it looks exactly like those effects. And there, oh, man. there's some green screen. It just doesn't look good. And But the bigger part is it's just the characters aren't really likable. Mm. Um, instead, of, uh, instead of the Guillermo del Toro Hellboy that was like had that teenage attention thing like, Dad, I want to be a star. Right. Even though you told me to stay secret, I want to be a star. This one... Hellboy has more of a fu dad kind of attitude, hmm. and Ian McShane's Professor Broom has almost a fu right back attitude. <laughs> so they're um, just they're just mad at each other all the time. Yeah, they're just mad at each other, and uh, I I don't like being the guy that's like the source material, the source material. But based on the source material, they just make such poor decisions for how they you know as. as the source material of Broom and Hellboy having this loving, if maybe kind of stern relationship mm-hmm. uh, of Hellboy being very well versed in all of the um, all of the supernatural things. In this one, he just doesn't like uh, Broom has always get like, oh, you never you never study this stuff. He's like, ah, whatever. Does he watch Gerald McBoing Boing? He does not watch Gerald McBoing. Oh, oh my gosh, Gerald McBoing Boing. He does watch that, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I love those um, cartoons. There's a part at the end where he has a touching, a touching like father and son sort of turnaround chat with a slime man monster Ian McShane. <laughs> that that the effects look poor on. Spoilers. It's you uh, know it's it's not good. I I would encourage you not to purchase it if you can get like I'll Netflix probably, it or something. Yeah, I'll Netflix it or I don't think it's out on it discs or something like or, that. I don't think it's out on dicks on disc. <laughs> it is. It's Travis. I haven't looked at all the dicks, so I don't know if there are any Hellboys on dicks, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make a statement and say it's not on many dicks, if any. Got at Dick all. Van Dyke, Dick Van Patten, Dick Norse. There's other dicks <laughs> to, to check. Dick see Norse, if they've got it. Huge Hellboy fan. Huge Hellboy fan. 
Uh, Dick but, Van Patten goes way back. Yeah. Van Dyke. Van Dyke is kind of nice to just about anything. Dick Van Patten. Maybe the funniest name of all time. Dick Van... What about Dick like, Buckus? Like, real name. Dick Buckus. Also funny. Like, if, if you're going to name your kid Dick, you should probably see what your last name is. If you're naming your kid Dick at all, you should really think about it because someday that kid's going to have to be a teenager. There was a guy that ran for... And look... There was a guy that ran for Senate in Utah and his last name was Swallow. I'm just saying, if his first name was Dick, that look, would be a really unfortunate naming your, combination. Naming your kid Richard, you're not, you're not saving him from anything. <laughs> right. We all know. Right. So, we all know that he's a secret dick. You know, good again, good actors in it. Um, some... It just it had a lot of things on the ball. Making it hyper violent wasn't a good call. Yeah, sometimes with, just making it rated R. Yeah, making it rated R, I don't think was a good call. I don't think it. it well, I can say definitively for me, did not only detract it. There you so, go. Hellboy twenty nineteen, Sad Harbor. Aww. So poor bad year for Hopper, huh? So let's close out the Harbor Harbor by going over to the uh, Starbird. And looking out into the strangeness of the Harbor Harbor? Starboard, is that left or right? I'm not going to be able to tell you. It's this way. We can all agree it's that way, right? Sure, I think you're right about that. Yeah, I remember it's that way. We're all looking that way now. So Starboard. Yesterday, uh, we went to get on to watch some more Blown Away, and they had a tra- the trailer for... It was... It's a... Is it... Frankenstein's... Frankenstein's monster. I think it's Dr. Frankenstein's Frankenstein's monster. Something to that effect. Which is so weird. <laughs> it's kind it of. It looks like it's dark shadows or something. It's meant to be, yeah, it's got a Svengoolie feel to it. It's got. It's, um. I mean, you, you kind of caught the premise of it. It's, it's David Harbour as himself. Isn't it supposed to be his father or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. David Harbour Jr. You David briefly Harbour get Jr. to see so David, David Harbour would be David Harbour the third. That was a joke. A joke that I really hoped that they were going to do <laughs> is that his dad's David Harbour Jr. But he only refers to himself as just regular David Harbour. <laughs> but no, there, there, you get to see original David Harbour, and uh, he refers to himself as David Harbour the <laughs> third. It's really weird. It's this him. Trying to kind of find out things about his his eccentric actor dad, while it sort of um, while talking about this TV play that his dad did that has kind of a funny premise. The, the premise to the TV play is um, Doctor Frankenstein, uh, low on cash, gets a woman to come to his island, and. Uh, he pays a kid to act like he's Dr. Frankenstein. He pretends to be the monster <laughs> and try and gain funding. Well, the thing, the, uh, th- there's a little allusion to it that of... Um, the original GoFundMe. Of either he killed, he, he had to kill his original monster, or the original monster killed the original Jackson Frankenstein, and he's still the monster. <laughs> and he's trying to make another monster. It's, it's a kind of an... It, like, that's the thing, is I wish they were almost two separate things. Of, mm. The idea of him trying to find this information about his dad's kind of funny and interesting. Right. And the, this weird TV play that he made is kind of interesting, but they have to really go through it pretty quickly. Huh. Um, the best, what I think is the best part of it, and what I hadn't really realized about David Harbour, is that he kind of looks like a late stage Orson Welles. Yeah, I can see that. And they have some, 
they have some moments in that of like him, his dad kind of being a parody of a late stage Orson Welles. <laughs> that's I thought was actually really funny. He used the face app. He could. <laughs> he's the American. He's the one in Russia. I guess. <laughs> no, it's 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 a half hour long. So you're not right. going to be out much by trying to watch it. I, I think I'm going to watch it another time or two to try and try and figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah, I'll get I'll give it a watch. So with that, sounds fun. <clears throat> we can leave the Harbor Harbor. <laughs> Fare thee well. Wave to everybody on the dock. Bye bye. Bye bye. But we, you know we're gonna. I'm gonna stay briefly in okay. strange waters. Strange Waters. I got turned on to on one, Stranger Tides? one more. Yes, let's get on Stranger <laughs> Tides with one more thing that I got turned on to on Netflix. You spent sounds like you spent your whole week turned on. Travis, don't don't <laughs> check don't check me for any Hellboys if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ran across this thing on Netflix called War of Dragons. Hmm. You know you know like sounds two, like anime. Is it anime? It's in the ballpark. It's in the ballpark? Okay. You familiar with the movie Team America World Police? Indeed. I can't think of the marionette stuff that that's based on, what that's called. Uh, the Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. This is like a, it's a Taiwanese, like more like, it's like a samurai magic, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon, but even more magic and like some actual <laughs> dragons. But it's with marionettes, like wow. in a Thunderbird style. Nice. I might watch this. I haven't watched much of it. But it is definitely the kind of goofiness that I'm way into. <laughs> the only thing I'm struggling with is... is it, does it take itself very seriously? Oh, it takes itself dead seriously. I kind of I prefer that, actually. It takes itself dead... Well, I mean, there's some, there's some comedic elements. There's like a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern type of couple of characters. Well, you gotta have those. That are, that are definitely R2D just supposed to be goofy. They're, like, they're very third, third wall, fourth mm-hmm. wall breaking. Ah. Whatever wall. There's a wall. Is it a third wall or a fourth wall? I think it's the break? fourth wall. Fourth wall. They're very fourth wall breaking. Um, there's a scene in the very beginning where a dude is trying to run away from a bunch of troops and they start going at him with spears. One of the guys stabs him in the shoulder with a spear. He detects there's a guy behind him. He breaks off the spear and punches it through his body to shoot into the guy behind him. <laughs> I, I think like that's, that. That's a base level of saying how... And, and again, marionettes. <laughs> Like Thunderbird marionettes. I like it. I'm going to give it so, a shot. What's it called again? It's called War of Dragons. War of Dragons. Uh, I will say the language... That I, I don't know if Taiwanese is a language even. I'm not, I'm not very good at, 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 at parsing languages from, from that area. I don't, I don't know. But uh, the, the subtitles go pretty fast. I'm having a little bit of a hard time keeping up with the subtitles on it. Can, they talk. can you basically just kind of tell what's going on? I will say yes. <laughs> okay. I have completionist issues, so I want to keep up on it. But honestly, you're probably going to be able to tell what's going on. And even if you can tell what's going on, you're there more for, hey, are these, are these puppets going to have a sword fight? <laughs> <laughs> and then shoot laser beams at each other. Lasers. Wow. Well, not laser. It's like uh, it's it's kind of like other anime where, where they'll shout out, they're like moon splitting attack, and then like wave their arms and a beam that looks like the moon shoots out of them. Mm. Oh, and then somebody fun. somebody waves their arms and like a lotus shield comes in front of them. I'm gonna give it a try. So definitely check that out. It is it is bananas. Well, I think real quick here we should 
talk a little bit of spy. Spy news. Spy news. Spy news. Spy news. There's word. There's word. The internet's going crazy. Inclusive casting of the week. Inclusive casting of the week. It's a... The actress's name was Shauna Lynch. She played... Uh, what's what's the first name? Rambo? Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo in the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, the internet came out and said she has been cast as 007 in the new Bond movie. Yeah, that and one. And people are going crazy without actually sitting down and taking a second to think about. She has been cast as 007. It came out and said, in the oh, movie. Y- y'all, y'all gonna be a bunch of little punk bitches about uh, Idris Elba. Well, how you like these apples? Right. So... Just you know, she's not cast as the new James Bond. Well, yeah, de- they. <laughs> but people are people article. are posting that. Oh, it's a new James Bond. It's a so they're either upset or excited that there is a black woman as James Bond. It's, she's not James Bond. She is 007. James Bond has retired. That leaves a vacancy in the double O's. 007 is now available. She is the highest qualified candidate to take the 007 moniker. Yeah. I- and, and, and that's fine. Right. No, I'm 100% behind it. They're always plugging new spies into the old double O numbers, so. Sure. And, I, and I'm pretty sure, I guess this is going to be Craig's last one, right? Yeah, and they're bringing back a lot of people. They're bringing back Jeffrey Wright as Felix Leiter. They're, I like Jeffrey Wright a right. lot. Uh, Ray Fiennes is back. Is, oh, Ralph's is, back, huh? Yeah, is M. So, I mean... I think pretty much most of the whole cast is back. Uh, Leah Sadu, who was the love interest in the last movie, she's back. And it turns out Blofeld is coming back. Yeah, Christoph Waltz is going to come back, which yeah. it, which makes me really happy. Which is probably what draws James Bond back into the life of a spy. Because it sounds like he's been retired for a few years. He put Blofeld away. Do you think they're going to do, do the stupid retirement home for James Bonds? No. They're no. doing him as a retiree. Uh, no, because he's like in Jamaica. I don't think they're going to do that. I think if they were going to do it, Skyfall was the time to do it because that was what, like, around the 50th anniversary of James Bond and all of them were still alive. Roger Moore's died since then. Sean Connery, I don't know what kind of shape yeah, he's I guess, in. Yeah, I guess you're right. They don't have Roger Moore anymore, so. I don't think it would be a good idea to, to do, do it now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because so. you don't, you don't, you don't even want to see right. Pierce Brosnan, really. Actually, Travis, he's he's I, still acting. I always want to see Pierce Brosnan, but you don't want to see him as a retired. You know, it'd be kind of cool to see the old guys. Maybe Pierce Brosnan got a raw deal. He's clearly like one of the best choices for a Bond, and he got oh, slotted yeah. with two of the worst of the Bond movies. Yeah, but part of it is just the '90s was not the yeah. best decade for movies. At I'm all. not. You know. You know. Either way, they're just those. Is uh, the world is not enough, and tomorrow never dies. Yeah, because they kind of had stunt casting. Like they were, they were just trying to put anybody in there that had like Halle Berry was hot at the time, so they put her in there. Uh, oh, what what's her name? Uh, Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. Uh, what was her name? She was Charlie in Wild Sheen's Things. Ex- yeah, she was in Wild. Oh, was Things. she uh, the Christmas Jones? Yeah, lady? she played Christmas Jones. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Yes. She was married to Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I probably should have long for a long time. Kind of frankly glad that that I was. Believe they have kids my, together. From my memory. Hmm. Uh, but that was unfortunate for him, but, you know. I was thinking along the lines of, so, uh, I guess that would have been, t- I can't remember which is which, Tomorrow Never Dies or The World Is Not Enough, because they're, 
They're both kind of the same movie. And Tomorrow both... Never Dies has the... Which is the one with Holly Berry? Halle Berry is uh, Die Another Day, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh, he had three bad ones then. Yeah. The, the World yeah. Is Not Enough, Die Another the world Day, is not, okay. Never Dies. Let's go through them. The World Is Not Enough uh, has Michelle Yeoh in it, and also Terry Hatcher is in it, and the bad guy is a uh, news magnate. That he he's trying to yes, he's make trying bad to... things happen in the world so he can report on it and make all the money. Yeah. Tomorrow never dies. Who is the bad guy in the? Oh, I think the bad guy in that one is. I don't know. I can't remember. Die another day. My point exactly. Die another day was a North Korean guy. Which was he the was, one with Diamond like, Face? That's Die Another Day. That's the one with Halle Berry. Okay. And it's got the Madonna song. Die. Another day. Yeah. I honestly can't remember in... Uh, what was the one we were talking about? The World is Not Enough? I, you, you, you I just, just confused myself. Travis, you just explained mm-hmm. two out of the three to me, and I've already completely forgotten what they are. <laughs> uh, I forgot who the bad guy was. The point, the point the being is, uh, Pierce Brosnan, a beautiful, very charming, seemingly very nice man... He got slotted, and, and a guy who wanted to be James Harry Bond. Harry chested man, too. Harry chested man. Hey, look, man, I, I'm a friend of the chested man. But, uh, hey, look, we already talked about Dan Hedaya and how much I liked him last week, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago or something like that. You know, uh, they're, they're the three, and they just like you said, they suffer from being 90s movies. Yeah, more or less. They did not age well, and it's too bad because Pierce Brosnan wanted to be James Bond. They were just... They just needed to be crazy and wacky, and that's that was the era they were in at that point. It didn't need to be realistic. It didn't like when they came out with Casino no. Royale. It was very it was a realis- a realistic grounded movie, and it was very spy centric. Where these were just, well, what if we had him surf on uh, on the sky or on he drove <laughs> on a, giant waves in he Antarctica? He drove a boat on the road, and that's not how boats work. No, they're not, but. <laughs> In all fairness, Roger Moore also drove a boat onto the, onto I was the just, road. It was in was Venice. It? No, it was, yeah, that, that was the pigeon double take, Yeah, right? that's the pigeon double take. That's yes. what I was just going to say is Roger Moore. I love Moore, that scene. Roger Moore was the silly era. Yes. Roger Moore movies but are silly and you, I think if you watch, try to generally pretend to be anything I else. think in 15, 20 more years, people are going to look at the Pierce Brosnan Bond movies the same way we look at the Roger Moore ones. They're just going to say it was silly fun. And not take it seriously. I think it's a flaw of the 90s that... Because if you watch a... So here's the thing. I think that they're silly, but I think in the 90s they didn't know they were being silly. No, they didn't. They were just trying to be outrageous. Those Bond movies are the movie Hackers. Yeah. Of, we think we're being relatively dead serious with this, and we have no idea that it just is not going to age. Right. But I think once they run out of ideas, or they run out of being cool, they tend to go to being silly. And Daniel Craig hasn't gotten there yet, really. I don't, think, I don't think the Daniel Craig ones are going to get silly. But a lot of people said Spectre was silly and ridiculous. But I, I enjoyed. You it know a what? Lot. There were there there were a few moments in those, but they they generally they take they end up taking themselves seriously enough that that stuff is just so brief. Like the I think it was the falling on the couch thing, <laughs> which I thought was funny. That's fine. But if, I, I if, that, those, if that bothers you, then I, you I probably brought up have those, bigger issues. I brought up those Brosnan era, era ones for the Holly Berry character because they had... Jinx. I, was it Jinx? That was right. right. They There was a lot of hubbub that they wanted to make Jinx solo movies. As a spinoff, yeah. 
So that's what I'm wondering about if they're because we we're talking about before the show. Once a once a Bond, someone who's playing Bond stops doing it. There's usually five or so years between where I mean there ends up being a lot of years between, but there's usually a fair amount of years between when they start doing James Bond movies again. And maybe maybe uh, they're doing this 007 thing to say like, well, she still gets to be 007, and yeah. we're going to make her movies. And that's and, possible. They and could. maybe that's how they close out this because Craig's Craig's Bond has been somewhat unique for being a very continuity heavy. A very continuity-heavy Bond. It's possible that they're looking to make a few movies with, with this character. I don't know what the character's name's going to so be. So to, to keep doing... But James. it's also possible that she dies in the movie or she's actually a villain in the movie. I mean, there's lots of different things that could happen with this movie. Yeah. I think they're just trying to get word out there that it's happening. I honestly think that. It's the movie studios going, hey, remember James Bond? We're doing another one. I think they've Watch been having it. a lot of trouble getting this one finished. Yeah, because... They were having a lot of trouble just getting Daniel Craig to do another one, to be honest. He's too busy working on his southern accent. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all, it's me, Daniel Craig. The name you is... You want some boiled peanuts? The name is Bond, James Bond. James. I will have... Jimmy Bond. I will have a jug of moonshine. <laughs> you don't have to shake it or stir it. Whichever one you decide is just okay with me. I don't know. I'm, hey, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. He prefers his women with the vapors. <laughs> I do declare. So, Jimmy Bond or Jimmy Bond, Jughead Bond. No, so this is this is this is a thing, but also a non-thing until we've got more information. Right. I think of. people jumped on it, thinking, "Oh, they're replacing Daniel Craig with a black woman." Oh my gosh! And they didn't actually read the article. Well, people don't read articles anymore. Jerk, jerk people, jerk people are just the the whole idea of who's going to replace James Bond in the era of kind of we're working on better inclusivity in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people have been very hair trigger about how they handle people being in anything. I think who cares? That's what I think. I don't care. No, I'd say pick the best person for the job. I just want, I just would like them to be good. I want a good movie. Right. Yeah. Let, I, I really don't care. Just, at this point, just about let anybody be anybody as long as it ends up being good. Thor want, doesn't have to be anything special, you know? Oh, that's right. They announced that uh, Taika Waititi is going to be heading up the movie Thor 4 more Thor. Oh, Thor, did they? Thor 4 more Thor. Try, I, I try and say it. That. Thor 4 more Thor. So are they doing a guard as Guardians of the Galaxy and a Thor? Not not told yet they're just or just a thor i don't know they've i i think i saw someone saying that with how rough production has been on guardians guardians 3 that maybe thor 4 more thor will be a as guardians of the galaxy has guardians 3 started filming at all probably not i wonder if i don't even know if it's written i don't know either i think james gunn probably had to have an idea of where he wanted to go with it but now just think Think of a James Gunn movie if he can throw the Thor character in there too. That well, could that, be that's part of the reason. Okay, at the end of Guardians two, James Gunn probably had an idea where he wanted to go. Do you mm-hmm. think he had any idea? Hey, Thor is going to be joining them, and what does that do with his idea? <sighs> I don't know. Hey, do you he, think James? That's a good question. Do you I, think? I think I think James Gunn is geeky enough that he probably thought, wouldn't it be cool? And he had to think character team-ups in the marvel universe how far back how far back did uh it was guardians 3 was that one or two years ago or three guardians 2 what did i say you said three 
And I definitely must have meant two. Guardians 2 was two, maybe three years ago. Because at the point know, of... When was the last time I heard I'm Mary Poppins, y'all? When, when was the last time I heard that? They do so many Marvel movies. <laughs> I know. But like Endgame and Infinity Wars happened in that time. And uh, Hokey Smokey, Artichokey. The deck got shuffled. Let's so I guess say. what I'm looking at is by the time James Gunn dot... By the time Gun. James Gunn James com, Gunn. By the time James Gunn got done doing <laughs> volume two, do you think he had any idea? By the time... By the time you get to make another movie, um, Gamora is going to be gone. Thor is going to be a part of it. You know. I don't know. I mean, Kevin Feige. I don't know if he's got it all mapped out. And whenever somebody signs on to make a movie, maybe he goes, "This is what we've got mapped out right now." Yeah. Maybe be, they're maybe they're involved in that. Maybe they're not because he wouldn't want them to do something that's going to screw up his grand design, right? It's it's just an interesting thing. I don't think about those things as like, hey, did James Gunn know? Like, and, and we're just talking about production. When James Gunn was making uh, Volume 2, say, like four, maybe five years ago, did Kevin Feige come up to him and say, by the way, Gamora's going to be dead in three years? I doubt five years ago that they knew where that was going to go. But you never know. I would like to see a documentary on it in 15 years and see if they've kept track of all this stuff. I'd just like to, <laughs> I'd just like to be in a room with Kevin Feige and say, how, yeah, how do you guys work that stuff out? Because there's, there's very much a through line through all of it. Like how, what, I guess maybe a better question to ask would be, hey, how far back, what's the farthest back that you would go and say, we know where this was going? Yeah, how many years back can you? How many years could you go back and say, "Hey, we know what the end of Iron Man's going to be." I bet they map out each phase, and that's why they call it Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three, and now Phase Four. Maybe, maybe the entire phase is mapped out. Well, I mean, with a little wiggle room here. Since, and there. boy, howdy, was it the end of Thor? Where was the where was the stinger that that Thanos was first seen? Where he just turns and <laughs> I smiles. I think it was the. I think it was the first. Was it the first Avengers? I think it was the first Avengers. Was it? Yeah, where because it had all of the uh, the aliens, the uh, what you call it, sums. Yeah, you know, those aliens. The aliens with the. Is it the Shatari? Yeah, the Shatari. Okay. That's the ones. So that's a good like. Is it like seven years ago? Maybe. <sighs> I don't know. What am I throwing numbers out for when I have no idea? But that the point being is, once you revealed Thanos, the whole thing was, oh, they're going to do. They're going to do the whole Infinity Gauntlet thing. So at that point, they had to have that in mind of this is where we're going. Yeah, and that's where they were going to bring in the Guardians because obviously they had, you know, the stones in the Guardian movie. They had the Ether and the Thor in Thor 2. I mean, they they definitely had to have some sort of rough draft. Let's just say. I never saw a Thor 2 to Thor. You never saw it? Still haven't seen it. No, there's funny stuff in it. If you like, I like Cat Dennings well, a lot, and she's the highlight of the movie in my opinion. That whole, I mean, the whole bit in in, uh, in Endgame, the whole thing with the what is it? What do they call it? The uh, the ether. Yeah, I have the no ether. idea what that is. It's the it's like a black mist, but it kind of has a an intelligence to it. But it's one of the stones, basically. I guess. Weird. Very weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's not all bad. You should watch it. I yeah yeah I should probably. I think it's that and Iron Man three are the only ones that I haven't seen. Yeah, 
Oh, you haven't seen Iron Man 3? I've seen it by uh, attrition. Because that's who the kid is that shows up at the end of... Yeah, I found that out late. I found that out much later. But uh, I, when, I was, when I was working at an unnamed company that we don't talk about, mm. uh, I were uh, being on the showroom Ikea. floor. Yes, when I was working at Ikea, on the showroom floor, they had a TV that was, for months, just playing a DVD of, <laughs> of uh, Iron Man 3 over and over again, and with the sound off. So I just kind of got the basic premise of it from that from walking by it for months i want to ask you a question when i was still working there and that was 10 something years ago at ikea at ikea yeah we we had a high security area in in the warehouse at ikea and i worked in that high security area and it was it was everything that was locked up it was all fenced up was it the cage the cage yes okay and we had pallets pallets and pallets of it was, I want to say, the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie and also <laughs> Spider-Man 2. And there were pallets, and I could just kept thinking, these are never, ever going to get moved. They're never going to go anywhere. I wonder if they're still there. You know, they're... Spider-Man 2 and I think it was Pirates 2. <laughs> we might... They. We. You know, Royal We. Did there. they give them out instead of a box of potatoes I'm for sure Christmas they, one year? I'm sure that they did. Like, uh, <laughs> in the stores... In the stores, they do promo sales, and they have, I think that they have items like that. And there were thousands of them, and they were just covered in dust because they've been sitting there for so long. Boy, (laughs) I'm not sure. I've never seen those, but I do know that like in the stores that they do promotional stuff all the time, and Mm -hmm. I think even they hold, I I think age merchandise like that, sometimes they hold around to say like, well, if if you're doing a sale and things worked out in a particular way with a customer, like, yeah, you know. Here's a Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Like, right. I just wondered, like, what made them think that everybody's going to come here to buy this movie? I think when, this D- is when DVD players first came out and they weren't at Walmart and stuff like that, you would buy a few there so you had something to watch when you got home and hooked it up. I bought a few. I bought Austin Powers, I think, was one of the first uh, DVDs I bought, just as, as an example. But... I never thought I'm going to go there and I'm going to, I'm going to go to Ikea and buy me a DVD of Uh, Spider-Man too. My speculation from a purely like far off ignorant point of view is that the people who are buyers for any given company are insane sorcerers who cast bones into a circle and decide how much they're going to buy of something. (laughs) And even sometimes they hit too many zeros. Sometimes they hit too many zeros. And I would not even be surprised to find out in the end that totally like they got it. (laughs) <laughs> they got it at some crazy discount. Had you saw hundreds, but at the time they bought millions of them. It was probably thousands, sold. actually. The thousands, the thousands that they had left represented a small portion of what they bought. I wonder if they thought they were buying copies, but they accidentally bought that amount of boxes. <laughs> it was like <laughs> that many. It was crazy. Like the the original stacks were taller than me. Yeah. And I remember cutting all those boxes <clears throat> open and putting stickers on them so they had a skew number. <laughs> oh boy. boy, that was crap. a good day, man. Was it? Yeah. Okay. You just sit in a chair and slap a sticker on something? That's a good day. Well, compared to now, you're, you're the, the mobile mailman. That's true. So. Well, we should probably wrap this puppy up. So, since we've been speaking in the spy realm, and since we even the brought him up, realm. the spy realm, we will draw, you know, we'll draw from the, the spy zone. Okay. Or we'll draw from the pizone. Um, <laughs> let's talk to Sean Connery. Ah, good old Sir Sean Connery. 
All right. Are you ready? That's that's the question. I'm stealing myself. I don't have to do anything. I just sit here and it happens. You're the by one the, that's got to deal with it. By the way, it. how is your prison wallet this week after uh, after the Swedish chef? My prison wallet? I yeah. mean, it's fair. It's fire. I haven't had any issues. I didn't notice okay. any blood or leaking or anything. So oh, I, hey. think we're, I think we're good. Yeah, I don't know where all that stuff came from. But you are the rubber band man. Yeah. I think there's my, maybe some sort of like protective magical coating. That doesn't affect my body when I'm when I'm in this in the zone, as you said, uh, a the muca- zone, a mucus of sorts. Yeah, a mucus membrane. <laughs> Let's just call it that. All right, strawberry shortcake. Yeah, Sean, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, behave yourself. I'm not going to put up with you being combative. Young man, do not point your finger at me. Oh, I'm pointing it. Put your finger away. All right, I put my finger in my prison wallet. That's much better. That's where it belongs. Sean? It's been there. I can smell it from here. <laughs> to, you know, now let's have a civilized conversation since okay. your finger is we'll not pointing see. at me. We'll see, Sean. Yeah, we will see. Susie shall she shells by the seashore. Try, try to say Thor 4 more Thor. Thor 4 more Thor. You, you know what? You did as good as I did more on the first Thor. Try. Roll the R. Me, I'm very Latin. I played a Spaniard. Yeah, you, I was played, a Spaniard in the Highlander. Lots, you've played lots of roles that were not. You didn't even come close. I to. was a Russian. Yeah, Hunt for Red October, man. The Hunt for Red October. Hokey smoke. Like you were trying for a little while in that. It it was pretty bad. Well, that's your opinion. The millions and millions of dollars to that say, it made. To say of a movie that I actually really like. I had to work with Alec Baldwin. You worked with... You didn't work with Alec Baldwin. You worked with Alec Baldwin. Alec. Alec Baldwin. Like, Baldwin. When people talk about that, you know, uh, Mark Hamill was replaced, you know, after the original because he got in the crash and the scar and people think that's the conspiracy theory or... So they think it's a different man playing Luke Skywalker? Yeah. In, that, that, that's in a the Empire Strikes theory. Back, I think it's Paul McCartney. They think I was originally replaced. supposed to play Darth Vader. Did you know that? I didn't. I, I don't know if I did know that. Yeah, I'm. I'm letting the world know right now. Nobody knew it but me and George Lucas. Is that right? That's right. I was going to do the voice. Who did I think was going to be replaced? I wasn't going to be in the shoot. I'm not a. I'm not a stunt I've been, man. I've been taken so much by your rolling R's. I don't even know where I was going with this. I don't remember what you were talking about either. But I was going to be the voice. I was James Earl Jones's role. You were James Earl Bond. I was going to be. I was. Here's the deal. I was going to be Obi Wan Kenobi on screen, and then I was going to be Darth Vader's voice. Wow. And you'd never be able to tell the difference no. because I'm a master of voices. No. And mine would be disguised. It'd be like. <sighs> Luke, I am your father. Sean, I have redeemed myself. I remember what I was talking about. Okay. Alec Baldwin was replaced in the 90s. By? By. My son. Someone who looks a lot like Alec Baldwin, but is way more into like. He's my son. (laughs) Indy. I call him Junior. Boy. Harrison Ford. He's here. Do you want to talk to him as well? Yeah, go for it. Oh, Indy. Indy. I only call him Indy when I want him to do something. Junior, Junior, come in here. There's this nice man wants to talk to you. Just don't smell his finger. Hello. This is Harrison Ford. Who am I talking to? In in is this, Latin? is this entertainment tonight? Yeah, yeah. Um, Hello, entertainment. I've tonight. got a guy here to do some close-up magic what, for you. Callista? I hope that's okay. What? <laughs> that's 
right? She talked. I'll about, take the garbage out in a minute, Callista. She wants you to come watch the dance. Oh baby my video gosh! Again. Why did I get married again? Oh, sorry. You wanted to ask me something. Yeah, I I got a guy in here to do some close up magic for you. I hear that you're way into that. Oh, get that garbage out of my house. That's the <laughs> devil's work. Uh, you're you're inhabiting a, a single body with another gentleman with uh. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, Blade Runner three in here. That's oh crazy. You gonna do another Blade Runner? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> it ended somewhat ambiguously. I mean, the little kid that was in it with me, he might do another one it's seemed, if he can stop singing about Los Angeles. It seemed like there was supposed to be more with the Jared Leto character, so I thought, oh, is there gonna be more? But and then he was the, the Joker, and everybody hates him now. Oh boy. Get off my Blade Runner, Jared Leto. Yeah, he. You know what? Not not big fan of him in that movie. I do like that movie though. <laughs> why don't you go? You know, why don't you go take a go take five hairs? And we just I gotta go to take hi. out the trash. It was it was good. What was your name again? My name's Jake. I'm, I'm gonna cast Jake. you. I'm just gonna cast you back to the. Uh, I just gotta go take program. out the trash. You know, I'm gonna cast you to the night off from Callista Zone. All right. I'm back. Sounds a little bit like Mr. Ed, I think. Yeah, he he does that when it's when he's been pounded upon by his by his wife. Oh boy, she Poor she's guy. very boshy. Poor fella. She still thinks she's Ally McBeal for well, hell's sake. You know what I you know what I just realized, Sean. She's in there telling the dancing baby to dance. Yeah, it's. You There's no took, baby, Callista. Took the There's world. no baby. It's in your head. Dancing baby took the world by storm, Sean. Dancing baby was we top of the line, it. high quality graphics. Yeah. Sean, you know what I just realized? I'm going to do the dancing baby right now. Dancing wow. baby. Incredibly. Shaking my stop, hands. Stop taking your clothes Here off, please. Here goes my tushy. Moving in a circle. All right, I'm back. You know what I just realized, Sean? What did you just realize? Sean, That you're you... looking at the sexiest man alive? I am. That's right. Uh, you know what show you're on that I haven't mentioned that we're listening to yet? The Untouchables? Yeah. You're on The Untouchable. You're on Late to the Untouchables with Travis Tate. That's right. So welcome to welcome to the show, Travis. I see Travis Tate hasn't uh, exactly been uh, doing his shit up sh- that uh, he was talking about Sean, doing. I have asked you to please behave yourself. I just said shit ups. He he couldn't do a chin up if his life depended on it. At least a shit up, he's got a Come fighting on, chance. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to put the explicit tags on this episode, and oh. we're not we're trying to avoid that. All right. That's not why you're here, I'll Sean. I'll talk That's about push ups. Sean. Yes. Daniel Craig's run as James Bond seems to be coming to a close. Daniel Craig. Uh, let me Google him real tr- who do quick. You I'm not like, sure who he is. Who do you feel like could be the next 007? The next 007? I think he's going to be an unknown. Though you mean 007? Yes. Who okay. do you think could be the next 007? <laughs> you, you, you pulled a fast one. I saw the news article. Oh, I saw that there's going to be a woman playing 007. Can't pull a fast one on you. Can she can take I? a punch? That's all I want to know. Oh, Sean, 007 gets punched a lot. I'm not. I, I'm not going to be the one that punches. I'm, okay, I'm, you have a history with that, so I was a little yeah, concerned. Times have changed. I haven't been me too. If you haven't noticed. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I let a woman know where I stand. <laughs> yeah, I guess you. Yeah. I tell her up front. <laughs> and from behind. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you keep just going on that. Okay. Hey, so 
I, I'm in favor of the new the the lady playing double O. Really, Shelly. boy, yes. you're playing over a new leaf, Sean. Yes, why not? I don't see a problem with it. You think Sean Connery didn't didn't uh, mess around with uh, women that weren't white on the on the James Bond I mean, movies? I, I don't know if that really counts. As I think that's here's a famous line from "You Only Live Twice." Why do Chinese girls taste different than other girls? That's a line from the movie, Sean. Look it up. I don't know that that makes you not racist guy. I think it makes me the least racist person on the planet. Uh, I don't know. There, there's someone out I'm there I'm just right asking now. the questions that no one else can ask. There's someone out there uh, vying for that title, I think. <laughs> I'm glad that... There's a new a new 007. I really am. And I'm glad that, that they've changed things up a little bit. And not only is she a female, but she's a female of African descent. I didn't say African American because I'm not a moron. I know Whoa. she's English. Yeah, dum-dums saying she's African American on Facebook. Yes, I've seen it. Sean Connery's on Facebook. Yeah, dum-dums. You're calling the dum-dums out? Yeah, dum-dums. She's English. Have you tried doing that? Just because she was in Captain Marvel as an American in that movie doesn't she mean she's a real American. I played an American in The Untouchables. Again? I know it was a flawless accent. Flawless accent. I'm going to... I'm gonna. This is me in the Untouchables. Hey, I'm American. Can you tell? That wow, was me. Spot on. Exactly. So, so uh, have you used the old Face app? <laughs> well, yes. It, it, it just showed a skeleton. <laughs> it's very I didn't know disturbing. It, it, it has a weird way of like whitening hair. It's pretty good at whitening hair and making it, you know, like make, giving you the turkey neck and things <laughs> like that. So, I guess, I guess that tracks. Eh, well, you know, I'm pretty much ageless. I've looked the same since, like, 1962. Yeah, you and Patrick Stewart. That's right. So, so you didn't Patrick get Stewart. You took it in stride? He comes over to my house, and we do push-up contests. How's that work out? I whoop his ass every time. Oh, I don't know, man. Patrick Stewart seems like he's in fairly good he's shape. He's in good shape, but he's not in Sean Connery shape. His, uh, his Picard series coming at you. Maybe I'll be in it. Only you don't on, know. Only on streaming. On Maybe the... I'll play a Ferengi, and oh. you won't even know it's me. You seem you seem a bit Klingon-y. I could be a Klingon. Could you do a, a flawless Klingon accent? Kli, klitu prata nikto. Is that I, Klingon? I don't no, know. I'm afraid you just uh, made the Book of the Dead go off. Oh, crap. So uh, I think that's to... from War of the Worlds originally, right? Klatu is it Klatu, Klatu Brata? Bra, Brata Nikto. I only I think, know it. I think Ash says it in in, in yeah. In I was going to say I only know it from the yes. I only know it from Army of Darkness yes. and that George Lucas yes. named Alien Ash. In the uh, Ash says it. Ass Williams. Ash and uh, George Lucas named several aliens and well, I guess three aliens in the Star Wars trilogy after that george lucas we just couldn't come to terms on me being darth vader yeah or obi-wan kenobi what could have been it could have been amazing it certainly certainly i was supposed to be gandalf as well people just wouldn't pay me what i was worth yeah, you, you, just think of how much money the the uh, Lord of the Rings movies would have made if i was gandalf and what did you settle on sean well i made a little movie called 
the uh, oh crap, what was it called? <laughs> the the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. It was the League of <laughs> Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen and a bunch of other people. I like the way you're saying, it, almost like there's a com- a comment, like the League of Extraordinary Gentle Man. Yeah, because it was me as Alan Quartermain. Yeah, yeah. And then a bunch of other people. You're kind of right about that. That's right. Not a good movie. Not a good thing that you settled on. Nah, but Alan Quartermain. Kind of not your fault. What a man. Yeah, certainly. He pulled in a lot of tail, I tell you. I don't know about that. That's right. People would pull into the Harbor Harbor just to get a piece of Alan Quartermain. Sean, have you been watching some David Harbor stuff? I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Yeah? How do you feel about the new season? Well, you know, I, I I like some of the characters. There's... There's Lucas and Dustin and Mike and Will and there's Joyce and Hopper and of course Eleven. The you, everyone's favorite. Erica, great character. Do you think you could be a part of season four? Perhaps as a Russian. You've you had don't know this. In that I'm area. coming back as Erica and Lucas's granddad in season four. You think so? That's right. <laughs> wow. We're gonna do a flip flop. We're gonna have a, a black 007 and a white. Uh, grandfather on Stranger Things. <laughs> Real dark horse uh, casting there. The yin and the yang, you might say. I, I, is that how it works? In, inclusivity is like, it's a trade-off? Sure, why not? Why can't I play Mother Teresa for hell shakes? Okay, I'm, I'm with that. That's I'm right. That. Scarlett Johansson should be able to play whatever she wants oh, to boy, play. Oh boy, she really stepped in it this week, didn't she, Sean? Ah, uh, I'm Team Scarlett. Are you? Scarlett, come on over, we'll play checkers. I think that your actual opinions don't have much to do with whether or not you agree with her statements. Uh, maybe. I, I just want I just want a hug. It has more with her being like Russia's ass in that movie. Scarlett, I bought your CD in the nineties. Come on over. She had a CD in the nineties. That's I didn't right. Even know that. Yes, it was it was it was okay. What kind of music is it, Sean? It's kind of trying to be Mazzy Star. Oh, well that seems okay. Trying to be. I, yeah, I guess okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Hey Sean? Yes. I think this has been a real good time. I appreciate I think this has probably been our, our least fighty talk. Yeah. So, Sean? Yes, Jake. I would, I would invite you to head back to the the old app zone. Okay. Travis Tate still a fat house. Oh gosh, damn it. Hey, I'm back. Oh, Trav, we were so close. So close to what? So close to non-contention. Oh, did he blow it? He, in his, did he blow glass? In a, very, in a very Sean Connery way, he slipped it in at the end. He slipped it in at the end. Yeah. Like uh, like uh, Halle Berry at the end of Die Another Day. Can you leave it in a little longer? And then they pan oh away and God. she's talking about a giant uh, diamond in her belly button. Is it? Was it? <laughs> yes. Oh, I... I <laughs> <laughs> those James, those '90s James Bond endings. It's so hard to get past Christmas coming twice a year. <laughs> I don't know. Leave it in a little longer. That's right up there. Yeah. It's Trav. Jake. What you up to? Uh, well, this weekend I'll be in Logan at the Wizarding Days. Wizarding By days the time are, you've heard this, it'll be over. Wizarding so Days are finally upon us. I'll try and record some stuff up there, and maybe we can plug it in an episode or something. No, it'd be great. And then it's getting ready for Fan X and. Uh, trying to nail down a date to go back to LA, and then it's just shows here and there. I, I got to do, you know, quite a variety of shows in the last couple of weeks, and like, I, I opened for. There's a guy on America's Got Talent on Monday. I opened for him. His name's Ryan Neemiller. He's got, I don't know what the official term is, but her, his arms are underdeveloped. What? Yeah. So I'm, the rest of his body is proportionally correct, and but his arms are are small. 
So, and he's he's does, really tearing it up on does he make America's the, Got Talent. Does he make the obvious joke? Uh, yeah. Okay. He's got stickers. He's got stickers that uh, it's a Jurassic Park sticker. Okay, that was that was what I was curious about. And That's... instead of a dinosaur, it's the outline of his hand shaped because it kind of resembles wow. a dinosaur. That's but pretty yeah, he's a good pretty guy. Funny guy. Yeah, well, yeah, funny on. guy. Great. Got to hang out with Mark Norman last weekend. How's Mark doing? Does he miss me? Oh yeah, he speaks very highly of you. Oh, I wasn't nice on the shows with him. I was I was opening for America's Funniest Biker, Rush Nagel friend of mine he works on cruise ships and stuff he's a long-time comedian but i was on shows with him but i went and hung out with mark and his opener uh caleb Sinon, 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 and uh that was a lot of fun man we were out later than we should have been i think i got home at like 4 30 in the morning with penny no no penny, <laughs> penny knows i behave penny knows that i'm not going to do anything stupid that i'm just hanging out no, i'm just i mean i kind of i kind of make sure everybody gets back to the hotel okay but it's fun just to hang out and talk comedy you know? i'm I, i'm just enjoying a little a little uh you know very safe fantasy of like you <laughs> you getting out of the car taking your shoes off sneaking into the house <laughs> it's all I, and then all of a sudden the light turns no. on and there's penny in the curlers with her arms folded no that happens. We're right. way past that. Oh, <laughs> but there was that time. Mm, not really. No. no, she trusts me. No, Penny. Penny's never. Penny's not like that. If I haven't done anything like that now, I'm probably never going to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that was probably like 10, 15 years ago. If that was going to happen, when it wouldn't have happened. We could have the Travisants. I guess. I mean, if I drop 50 pounds, then maybe she'll have something to worry about. But <laughs> someday. I, I'm a human afterthought right now. <laughs> 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 no, you sell yourself short, Trav. So is there anything else going on with you, my man? Uh, No. No, not really. So with that said, if you would like to contact us here at this very fine program, <laughs> latertothetater at gmail.com is where you can find us. Uh, if you've been enjoying this ramshackle bunch of baloney, uh, please, we would love it if you would subscribe to our product. If you could find it in your hearts, please, uh Throw, th- throw some stars on it. We love them fives. And if please, go that extra mile. Give us a little bit of a review. Makes us visible for other people, and we love getting out there. And tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen. By all means. It costs you nothing. You download it for free. You can find us across all social media. We're tickling me- your ear social holes. Media. We can never, we're not on TikTok. No, maybe we should do TikTok. No. <laughs> That's for the kids. I've heard all about TikTok. I've, I've heard just very little. Christina Pozitsky is a, a curator of TikTok. Is that right? Yes, uh, the, that that's kind of what she does now. That's that's her that's her main pastime the, is curating uh, TikTok feeds. The feeling that I get from TikTok <laughs> is it is for kids and weirdos, or, or people who have some amount of clout, which I have. Or not. weirdos. Or weirdos. Sure. Yes, I got you. <laughs> so uh, for all the weirdos out there, is there anything else I'm missing? I think we've covered it all. All right, then. Huzzah, weirdos. Huzzah. You have been listening to Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And better Tate than never.